hi everybody and welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Lily and I are here as always and today we have a very special guest, WW Ambassador Robbie Williams. Hey everybody, nice to be with you. Hello, and it's so weird as well, we were saying just before that the last time me and Sam saw you, lockdown wasn't a thing, it was just before, wasn't it? So how have you been since then? It's been a long time. Well, um, just on a food front and uh, a health front, being in one place um, has really helped me. Uh, I could concentrate on getting into a routine, which is what normally happens with me. It's like when I know that I've got an album coming out and I've got promotion to do, it means that two to three months before that, I'm in the studio or I'm at home or both, which means that um, my day-to-day regime, I I know what I'm going to be doing. I know when I'm going to get to sleep. I know when I can eat and I know what I need to eat. Um, with the lockdown, it was very similar. So on a health and food front, um, it was really, really good because I got to do the same thing every day without any distractions, without being taken away, without getting on a plane and having jet lag and then finishing work at one o'clock in the morning and not going to sleep until five or six. So for that alone it's been great uh we have had health issues major health issues with my mother-in-law so we've taken the lockdown very very seriously to protect her um that's been a challenge i would say for the last couple of months though we've sort of tried to re-establish ourselves outside of the four walls of our bedroom Uh, or wherever the children happen to be. So we are out in the world now doing things. Mm -hmm. And how is it for you? Obviously, normally, like you say, you have all these things to look forward to and to plan towards. So how's it been having that change of routine? Was it something you struggled with? Or did you, like you say, you just were embracing the fact you were able to not worry about flights all over the show? Well, I'm... My job... um, requires me to be an extrovert but really I'm an introvert and for quite a while I was agoraphobic and I wouldn't say agoraphobic in a bad way I know that's probably a contradiction in terms it was just I'm not scared to go out I just don't want to you know so when the lockdown (laughs) when the yeah when the lockdown came I was like I I've got this. I've been, <laughs> I have been training for this since 1992. You know, I, I, you know, other than feeling scared about what actually the virus meant uh, and health, the the whole I couldn't go out was just absolutely perfect. And there was a bit of me that was quite smug. It was like, hey. Yeah. I'm an Olympian at this. There's other people out there that are really going to struggle because they've yeah. never had to stay in. Um, that lasted two or three months. And then I, I, I just needed a purpose. Yeah. I, needed to, I needed to be, I needed to dangle some form of carrot in front of me. So I had a project to do. Um, yeah, purpose, purpose, purpose. Currently, 
I'm addicted to golf. And um, that has been my purpose for the short term while there are no audiences to entertain. With golf, I, uh, I, I read online, I was like, I wonder how many calories that you burn doing 18 holes. If you carry your clubs, it's 1,400 calories. I was going to say, because I don't think people think of golf as strenuous, but it's the lifting of all the equipment, isn't it? And it, you're walking a long distance in between each hole. So it's, I, yeah. it's, it's over 10,000 steps and I'm carrying my equipment and I'm swinging a club. So I get, I get all the boxes are ticked for me with this addiction because, um, yeah, it keeps me healthy. It gives me a purpose and I get my steps in um, and I feel very, very healthy. So you're obviously including the steps that you get on the course into your 20,000 steps a day. Yes. That's good. And you're, um, so I was going to say, what, what, you don't have a golf buggy? Because some people won't even go on the golf course without <laughs> a golf buggy. <laughs> well, when I was, it. Yeah, when I was playing... When I started, because I started back again a year and a half ago, and I refused to walk. You know, if there wasn't a, if there wasn't golf buggies allowed on the course, I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to go and play then. I'm not walking it. But yeah. now I've also got addicted to the step count on my phone. Yeah, it's it like addictive. it's like having a little Tetris game with yourself every day. The great thing I find in about walking is that as we know, we do these extreme things to counteract the fact that um, we put on weight. If you are full of shame and overweight on Friday, you want to lose that weight and the shame by Monday, which can lead to drastic health issues. With the walking, and since I've been a WW ambassador, I've embraced a different way of being and uh, it's not a it's not a sprint anymore because I, I know what that's done to me. I know what that's done to my back. I know what that's done to my joints. I know what punishing myself mentally has done to me too. So this has been a long stretch. And that long stretch in increments has been very, very manageable. Now when I am working out, it doesn't feel like working out because I don't put myself into the hurt locker. And what I'm actually doing, what I used to try and do in an hour, I now give myself two hours and just take longer and be kinder and more gentle on yourself and you will achieve the same goal. And Definitely. of course, I've got addicted to that. So sometimes two hours turns into three hours. Um, yeah. But it, it's, it's more pleasurable. It's more doable. And I would say for me, it's a sane decision that I've made. And I don't make many. So I'm, I'm proud of myself. It's more of a middle-aged way of being embracing the fact that I have to be kind and gentle to my body when I'm doing physical activity. Yeah, and I think the walking element as well, obviously so many of our members will relate to that, especially during lockdown. I know we've talked to a lot of people on the podcast and they've said, I never really went out for walks, but now, when back when it was your only hour, you were allowed out of the house, you want to use it 
in a way that you know is going to benefit you both mentally and and physically so it sounds as though for you you found that good middle ground but do you find the mindset piece also of walking really helps you and do you use it to get away from everyone or is it a family event how do you normally play it i find that um when i'm walking with the kids sometimes it can be stressful because they don't want to and i have to dangle the carrot of a treat in front of them at the end of it to get them to engage and that kind of works i also find that if there's any niggles between me and either my wife um, at the start of a walk, if we're in the process of trying to sort something out between the two of us, the first 15 minutes can be like, oh, yeah, but you, and then you said, and then, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. What I meant was, yeah, but if you, if you hadn't, if you hadn't said that, and then 20 minutes into the walk, 25 minutes into the walk, half an hour into the walk, and you go in. I really love you and I really love this. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and the other night I was thinking when I got home, I was sat in bed, which I can be in all day. That's that's where my ism takes me. It just takes me to isolation and being in bed. Horizontal, real housewives of whatever, and I'm good. <laughs> and um, I was just sat in, I sat in bed and it was half past ten. And it was an hour where you should be in bed. And I just thought to myself, I'm buzzing. I'm really buzzing. I'm really content. And I'm really happy. And I completely got how bad it is for your mental health to be sedentary. And my natural way of being, that voice on my shoulder, wants me to be sedentary. Mm. And now I've got this walking bug and this activity in my life. It keeps the wheels greased. And the funny thing is, I've said this before and I'll say it again because it kind of changed my life. And it was just somebody that said one sentence. If you don't do any physical activity in a day, it's the equivalent of taking a depressant tablet. So true. Yeah. And once you get to that point, it's so easy to do it again the next day and the next day. And then before you know it, you know, that's obviously that sort of depression side of things has escalated without you even knowing. So it's, um, yeah, it's very true and it will resonate with a lot of people, I think. Um, the same in the fact you, you were saying that um, we all, and I think it does happen, we all have to go through this period of like just really battering our bodies to try and lose the weight, burn the calories, burn the calories, and then... It's like an epiphany, isn't it? You suddenly go, I can get the same thing done. I can get my mindset sorted by walking, not by pounding the pavements, going to the gym, being annoyed by other people, you know, people watching me, whatever, that makes you feel awkward. I just go out for a walk and suddenly, like you say, an argument has changed. Your day has changed. It can be, you know, it can, it can change everything, can't it? So it's, uh, it's, it's really good. It's good for our members. Um, we're talking about walking a lot and we have virtual walking groups and things like that that our coaches are doing, that members are joining in with. Um, so it's a really good message, actually. Uh, it has been an epiphany for me and it has been life-changing. Instead of... Because like I, I can get to the point where I'm working out for two to three hours a day anyway when I get that kind of addiction going. Mm. 
And then I wake up one day and go, I, I can't keep up with myself. I can't keep up with myself. What's the point of doing this? It's, it's not sustainable. It's too much. I actually just get my shoes on. I open the door and I walk out of it. <laughs> and wherever I go is wherever it takes me. It's easy. And um, while I've been on those walks, I've come up with some great ideas for projects that I want to do. It gives you space. Um, there's a, a medita meditative quality about it too. It does give you space to have bigger thoughts. Yeah. Do you think without lockdown you would have found walking, or no, not? no, no, with no, I I wouldn't have found walking without lockdown. No, yeah. not at all. And what would you say have been the other elements? So I know when we did last see you, we actually gave you your gold membership status. So congrats again on that. Thank How you. has it been being in that maintenance world of of being a WW member for you? And has lockdown, you know? taught you anything but here's the thing that. is the thing since i've found walking <laughs> you want to eat i want to eat you need to eat too I'm, I, <laughs> look, look, I, I'm, I'm i'm burning a thousand calories a day you know so there are things that i'm reintroducing into my diet that um i'm really really enjoying because when when you said it tree which i was i realized this is this is the maths that i was doing I figured out that I burn 2,200 calories a day without doing anything, which is what my body burns if I just sit on the sofa. Bizarrely enough, check it mm -hmm. out for, for yourselves, people listening. Um, you just go and have a look at how much you burn a day. And I just thought, if I don't go over that, then I'm not going to put on weight. Mm -hmm. So I didn't. But what I did do was not eat a lot. You know, yeah. I enjoyed what I ate because the food that I was given was excellent and I was satiated and I didn't feel deprived. But, you know, for a man of my size, nearly six foot one, big unit, um, maybe I needed a little bit more. As it, got, as it happens with, um, with the walk-in now, I, with WW, I reintroduced carbohydrates into my life. I thought they'd gone forever. But now I'm kind of like, I will have a pita bread with that, please. And I will have some potatoes with that, please. And um, just the joy of eating more of the humble potato yeah. is, <laughs> is such, a, such a rush, you know. And if I spoke to, I don't, wanna, I don't know how to put them in a bracket of normal people when I say that. You know, it's sort of like I've got made some new friends and I was like, there's a lot of carbohydrates on your plate there. <laughs> and they're like, and? And I said, just just saying, that's a lot of carbohydrates you have. It's a, why, and they're like, they're like French guys and they're like, why are, is potato bad? I don't, I don't understand. And I thought, ah, yeah, you don't speak my language. <laughs> Now they're not your friends because you can't. No, 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 no. They're, they're, they're my friends. They're my friends. This is just like, you know, these people, they are in really, really good shape. Yeah. And they eat bread and they yeah. eat potatoes. And yeah. I'm thinking, how the hell are they doing that? Well, the French it's, as a race love bread. Yeah, but it's because they're active. Yeah. 
but they don't abuse themselves with their no. activity. They just it's 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 straight down the middle. It's just safe stuff that they do to to live that you sort of for some reason some of us aren't born with that sort of mentality. Mm. Mm-hmm. They enjoy it in moderation, don't they? Yeah. And you did say before, like you are so ultra healthy um, with your diet and, you know, everything you ate was really good. And you ate a lot of fish, didn't you? Are you mm-hmm. still sort of big on fish? Have you introduced anything else? I, I was big on fish, but now I've introduced more white meat into mm-hmm. my diet too. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't touching bread. Mm-hmm. I'd have the occasional carbohydrate. Uh, but now I do have some bread and I do have more carbs because I need those carbs because I'm yeah. burning those carbs. Um, and now I have put some white meat into my diet too. Not very often. I, I'm mainly doing fish, mm-hmm. but there will be some chicken in there and there will be some turkey in there too. All oh, zero good. point foods. Yeah. All well. oh, zero point foods. And it's good that you said that about the bread because it is such a misconception, isn't it? That you, that a lot of people think, oh, just cut out the carbs, don't have bread. But Oprah was the it. same, wasn't she? When she was like, everyone yeah. loves bread, so we're all in the same boat. <laughs> you've got bread, and you've got bread. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't tell you the joy I'm deriving just from the humble potato and the simple pita bread, and I'm just like, it's just, it's, it's like having a huge packet of cookies. Like back in the day, it's it feels that way. Like <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you've just yeah really got the maintenance balance in place in terms of food, fitness, like making sure you're nourishing your body to do all of this activity, and because of it, clearly your mindset, you're you're like you said, you're happy to be awake, you're happy to be out of bed, um, happy to be watching Real Housewives. Are there any parts of lockdown maybe that you're happy to see the end of when it finally happens? Or is there quite a lot of it you would want to keep hold of? Do you well, think? You, you know, you, you're asking me, you're not, you're not asking because like people will say, just me in my life, what I would like to return and not for the planet. Obviously for the planet, I would love us all to be healthy and well and be able to return to work and have employment and all of those great things. Yeah. For me... Uh, personally, I've got so many ideas percolating and my my ambition and my drive is still really strong. I, I just want to implement these ideas, get the projects going and complete them. And I can't complete them without an audience. So I want everybody to be well and um, I need to so kind of just need to do my job. I, I want to go back and entertain with all you, the new, with all these new aspects that I put up on my walks. Do you think you'll go back and it not be so manic? You not be so all over the place, or you're just like you're ready to just go back? Full I stop? don't know. You know, my my job's a very disorientating job. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never gone into a project and come out of it stable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I doubt that will change. But yeah. along the way, I derive a lot of joy from my job because it's a great job um and give a lot of joy so that's nice as well thank you yeah and there's only so much zoom people are taking nowadays isn't there so like right now (laughs) 
So no, 100%. So for anyone that's listening, maybe that isn't already a WW member, and I think we asked you this back when we last did a podcast with you, but for anyone that hasn't listened to that one, that was probably a year ago now. So how do you feel like your advice might have changed now that you're another year on? I think uh, you said a few times actually back then, oh, you know, if you you know, if you fall off, get back on it, keep mm. going. And I think that's sort of where you were at the time as as well. Like you were doing really well, but you knew you, knew you had hit stumbling blocks. You seem like you're like at that next stage. This would be my, my advice right now is there is a middle ground, you know, and uh, moderation is the key. I used to hate it when people used to say, just do it, do it all in moderate. And I used to think, yeah, <laughs> it's okay for you. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't, can't do that. You know, this, unfortunately, and fortunately, because the benefits for taking your time are incredible. This is a marathon and it isn't a sprint. You know, um, I think if you develop the mindset that you give yourself enough space to grow into the person that you want to be, because you can't achieve that within two weeks. There's zero possibility that that is going to happen. This is a course in life. This is like going to food university you know, and learning about all the aspects that you need and all the tools that you need to accomplish your goals. Um, yeah, genuinely for me, WW has, you see, it's changed my life. It's um, reinvigorated so many different aspects about who I am as a person. And uh, I'm very grateful. Amazing. And with, and with all that room to think you've got all of these creative projects coming up coming your way we can feel it so that's great yeah i'm gonna gonna branch out into a lot of different avenues that i haven't in the entertainment industry before uh there's also space i i, I always i've been telling my wife this because she's incredibly perfectionist and everything is black and white with her and and it is with me a lot I just said, can you give yourself the maybe? Can you give yourself mm. that there may be an opportunity that it might not go the bad way that you're thinking it's going? And I think the maybe in itself opens up so much space and gives you time to breathe. All of these projects that I'm going into, I've, I haven't done before, um, but maybe I can do them and achieve them and actually excel in them. Maybe that's a possibility. Instead of going in, going, I'm underqualified. Uh, if people knew what was going on in my head and the confidence that I don't have and the, 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 the smallness that your own neurosis can make you feel, if, instead of doing that, I give myself the possibility that maybe I will excel in these things too. Maybe, just maybe. No, that's so true. And I think we've talked about it before on the podcast about black and white thinking and Sam yeah. gets really mad at me because I am exactly the same. Like it's an all or nothing. It's good or bad. There's never a it's OK, you know, or it's a maybe. And I think that's really important. And it does fit into the moderation is key phrase that we hate to hear. But no is true. So, <laughs> hey, do you know, what somebody said to me uh, and I, it's so weird that it makes me feel sensitive. Somebody said to me, I was at the golf course and they said, uh, 
oh, you look as though you've lost weight. And there's something about that statement where I'm just like, ow. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, what I'm hearing is, hey, last time I saw you, you were fat. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. very true. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it weird? It's sort of like the most, you're trying to achieve this thing. I'm achieving it. And somebody's pointed it out, said a nice thing. And what my brain picks up was, last time that person saw me, I was an awful fat fatty. Yeah. So weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Because they're trying to give you a compliment. Yeah. But from this Zoom, I would say that you are radiating happiness. And health. Thank you very much. I feel it and I am. And my advice to everybody out there is start with 20 minutes. Just do... 20 minute walk, get yourself out of the house, get yourself some comfortable clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, know this, if you get addicted to it, like I do, you're going to need those plasters that cover up um, <laughs> what they called those things, the sores under your feet and stuff. You're just going to need those plasters too. Yeah, so. the blister plasters. Yeah, and make sure that your, your, your heel on your shoe doesn't rub against your uh, Achilles heel because that's just pain. That's really Ooh. painful. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. yourself some nice, thick, comfy socks. Yeah, good Take socks. Take yourself for a walk. Start nice walking with, boots. Start with 20 minutes and see where it takes you. Agree. And for anyone that is a member as well, like Sam said, we've got these new virtual walking groups. So you go on to connect and you can be on your phone or on, on FaceTime on the walk with people virtually and getting to see the sites of different places in the UK and chat to other members without even knowing you're doing 20,000 yeah. steps or however long they're out for, which is great. No, this has been, oh, it's been so nice to speak to you again, Robbie. And great, honestly, well, let's do it more. I love talking about this stuff. You know, it's like, it's my thing. It's where I, it's where I spend most of my time in my head. Is, You're an expert in it now. We'd, yeah, the, there's got to be something good that's come out of all of that yeah. badness that my, my head talks to itself in. You know, this is, this is the, why I've got to where I've got to is necessity. Because my, my, my brain is not a pleasant, my mind is not a pleasant place to be. As I'm getting older, it's getting more and more pleasant. But it's because of the building blocks that I've put in place to get there. It is, yeah. And one last question from me. Do you know what you've got for dinner tonight? I've got a curry. Have you? Hey. You've got, as, as soon as this ends, I've got a curry. Really healthy curry, though, with uh, cauliflower rice. Nice. Oh yeah, you're on the cauliflower pizza last time. Cauliflower is literally yeah, the most versatile thing ever. So yeah, yeah, cauliflower is a very well kept secret. I think that's the thing is, you know, sort of like people expect when they change their food to feel the same way that they do when they're tucking into that burger, mm. which you can do, which you can do in moderation. I do. I'm gonna have burger and fries tomorrow night. Can't wait. But people think that they, I, I wonder what the percentage of, say, for example, I'm having cauliflower rice tonight. It's not rice, it's cauliflower rice. But I'm in a place where that's nutritious, that is healthy, and I like the taste. I wonder what the percentage is when somebody's new to cauliflower rice and they go, this is not like rice. <laughs> yeah. Is it 10%, 15%, 5%? You know, it's not much of an adjustment just to go, okay, I do this now. It's not, it's, 
it's it's not much of a big thing. No. But I, I can see some people when they come in our, our house, especially very, very good friends that will, you know, tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. They'll be just like, that's, uh, I'm not, I'm not having that. <laughs> people that come and stay with us sneak out. No. Yeah, they, they sneak out. Not a lot of them, by the way. They get sneak out. out. No, they don't go and get takeouts, but they go to the mini mart and pick up lots and lots of chocolate and have secret <laughs> stashes in their room. Chocolate and chips. Yeah. Which I'm doing tomorrow night, by the way. Nice. Good for you. Spend your weeklies on that. Yeah. Amazing. Well, no, like I said, thanks so much, Robbie. It's been amazing as always. I think you've inspired a lot of people um, to walk and just think more about how to use their time. And hopefully we can chat to you again soon. Yeah. Let's do it. I love Let's it. Let's do it. Okay. Cool. Thanks, everyone. And I'll see you for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.